right. What's going on, San Antonio? What's going on, South Texas and all of Bear County here in Spurs land? It is February 1st, 2024 here in San Antonio. My name is Mike Jimenez, joined by Joe Garcia, and this is the Alamo City Sportscast. We have a big show today because we have a big guest. We're not going to see his pretty face, but we will hear the voice of Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five. He'll be on with us in about 10 or 15 minutes or so talking all things Spurs. We have breaking news coming in today, so we're going to get into the Spurs game. The odds of Wemby making the All-Star team. Talk about the Super Bowl as well. Uh, All-Star Weekend in the NBA has a, a really unique shootout going on. It might actually be more important, more viewed than the actual three-point shootout because we have a guy going up against a girl in this one, so we have to talk about that. And then also, big news coming out of Big D, or should I say the nation's capital, because it appears as though the Dallas Cowboys in the last five minutes have lost their defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, going to the Washington Commanders. Joe Garcia, how are you doing today, my man? Doing good. That's a little bit disheartening, right, that you're going to lose Dan Quinn and to a team in your own conference. In your own division. In your own that. division, oh, too. One other thing we'll be talking about as well. Did Jeremy Sohan have the dunk of the year last night? Uh, that's It's a very good candidate. It is a very good candidate. But let's talk about the Cowboys right now, because you were mentioning that Adam Schefter has reported Breaking within news. the last 10 minutes that defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is gone. Now, Dan Quinn, a lot of Cowboy fans are kind of up in the air when it comes to this whole scenario. I'm on Twitter right now, and people are like, half of them are saying they don't mind it. The other half are like, damn, he's gone. Dan Quinn was a very good defensive coordinator. I mean, he was the Cowboys three straight years of 12 and five records made the playoffs three years in a row, won the division a couple of times. The Cowboys were doing their job. And part of that was because of the defensive scheme of Dan Quinn. People forget too, that he did coach the Falcons. He did to the Super Bowl. He took them to the Super Bowl. That's when they were leading 20 to three. And they had that historic collapse, but, as the Falcons head coach for five seasons, he was had a record of 43 and 42. Yeah. I mean, he's not a bad coach. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't have any experience. He's a, he's a very good defensive coordinator. The question becomes, is he a very good head coach? Like you said, he was two quarters away from winning a Super Bowl handful of years ago, but lost to Brady in that 28 to three collapse. But going on to Dan Quinn and the Cowboys, and we, had to, we have to ask this of Cowboy fans. How worried are you that the Cowboys are not going to have that continuity when it comes to defense because what did we see when it came to the cowboys last year micah parsons more than likely will be named runner up for defensive player of the year for the what third year in a row yeah you had one of their cornerbacks darren bland break the all-time nfl record for most pick sixes yet stefan gilmore brought in did a very good job he is now a free agent tank lawrence is a very good player one of the, he's, a, he's a wrecking ball down low at defensive end. The Cowboys have some pieces. Now, Mozzie Smith was possibly a miss when it came to a first-round pick. He didn't do much this year for the Cowboys. So it was good enough to get the Cowboys going into the playoffs and get 12 wins. Dan Quinn put together a pretty good defense. And they put with, together good defense. With Very not good. a lot of free agents, not a lot of trades, not a lot of splashes. They didn't get Von Miller couple yeah. of years ago they didn't get the big names but they got stefan gilmore which i thought was a pretty big deal at the time the problem that you saw with dan quinn is that he got exposed exploited <laughs> if you will because 
the linebackers were so small. He was going out there with linebackers who weighed 225. I think my left leg weighs too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think my third leg does. But beyond all that, beyond all that, he didn't make any adjustments in the playoff loss this year. No adjustments made at all. And it's one of those things where we were asking ourselves the question, why isn't he doing anything? Why isn't he changing the fact that his team is being run on repeatedly over and over and over again, getting gashed for six, seven, eight yards at uh, every play. Didn't make any changes. So Dan Quinn is good enough to get you to the playoffs, maybe even good enough to get you to the second round. Or to the, He's good enough to get you to the Super Bowl. As a head coach, he is. Yes, a head coach. So people are already trying to prognosticate over here saying, well, uh, you know, what if Bill Belichick becomes the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys? Why would he become the defensive coordinator? I mean, unless he's defensive coordinator and head coach, he's not going to be under Mike McCarthy. That's not how it works. Belichick is, he wants to be the the guy in control. He wants to be the general, man. He wants to lead the team. Yeah. You know, he's not going to go and take a second fiddle role to what? Cowboys head coach? No, man. That ain't going to happen. So according to Adam Schefter, again, if you want to show my screen here, this is sure. the, the official update from Adam Schefter on X slash Twitter says from D.C. to Dallas, the commanders are hiring Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn as their head coach per league sources. Quinn and commanders GM Adam Peters are the two men now charged with leading Washington in the future. He goes on to say, Adam Schefter, that one of the next questions will be whether Dan Quinn attempts to bring any other added Cowboy assistant coaches with him to Washington, such as defensive backs coach Al Harris or defensive line coach Aiden Durd. Both could be defensive coordinator candidates if Dallas grants permission for the coaches to leave under contract. That'd be a dick move if the Cowboys didn't do that. I, agree. I mean, I know you're under contract and whatnot, but if you can get promoted from a defensive line coach or a DB coach to a defensive coordinator, you have to let your guy go. You have to do that. And again, Dan Quinn is now going to the Washington Commanders, not only in conference, but in division as well. This is a big deal for Cowboy fans because Michael Parsons, he seemed to like working with Dan Quinn. The defensive line seemed to like working with Dan Quinn. Mike McCarthy was not intimidated by Dan Quinn. In fact, when Mike McCarthy's job was, quote-unquote, in jeopardy after losing in the first round a couple of years ago, Dan Quinn stood up and said, I would be willing to leave yeah. if it makes you feel more comfortable. If you feel more comfortable, if I'm, in, if I'm a presence that you do not want in the locker room, I will leave. And Mike McCarthy said, no, I still want you because I still need you. Dan Quinn calling the shots on the defense. Mike McCarthy calling the shots on the offense. Led them to a division championship, division title. But they got nothing done in the playoffs. One and out, getting bounced by the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones turning back the clock, looking like he was 25 years old all over again. Yeah. Scoring multiple touchdowns. Jordan Love going up and down the field, not afraid of the Cowboys defense. And it was weird because the Cowboys defense liked to get after you. Yeah. But what Jordan Love did and the Packers did was they went after Micah Parsons. They didn't dodge him. They're like, don't chase me. We're going to come running towards you. It's very, very interesting. Joe Gonzalez, which is out and says, quote, in our chat line at the very bottom there, sleeping with the enemy. It's the old uh, Chris Berman take on Eric B. Enemy. 
Eric Bieniemy, still the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, saying a decent quarterback might make that team noise in the NFC East. Other comments coming in. David Otwater says, no, Mike, don't let these fools go. I know, man, but but that is the thing, though. Who would want to coach for the Cowboys if they knew that they would pin you down to a contract and not let you advance in your career? That's the thing. Outwater wants them to keep Al Harris. That's the point, though. That is the point, man. It's just one of those things where whenever you have a coach leave, they tend to they tend to take people with them. And this is exactly what Mario Cavazos was saying. He says, let's see how many of these defensive cowboy free agents go to enjoy DQ, Dan Quinn. It says his replacement will be ex-Washington head coach Ron Rivera. <laughs> they are charging, they're changing roles. You know, the funny thing here is we see that Micah Parsons has already gone on record saying if Dan Quinn leaves, he wants to follow him, you know? So Micah Parsons' contract is coming up. Yeah, but they will always franchise tag him at the very least to keep him yeah. to stay. So even if he likes, loves Dan Quinn, and if he goes over, Dan Quinn's not going to be the defensive coordinator over there. He's going to no, be the head coach. He's going to exactly. hire somebody. But let's take a look at those players that the Cowboys have at free agent for this upcoming season that sure. were on the defense side of the ball. You got him up on screen? I do. All right, there we go. Stephon Gilmore, Dorrance Armstrong, the defensive end, J. Ron Curse, the strong safety, Jordan Lewis, the cornerback, Dante Fowler, the defensive end, uh, you have Jonathan Hankins, the defensive tackle, uh, Neville Gallimore. So, I mean, a, a one or two big names, but nothing major yeah. when it comes to the Cowboys. Not at all. Not at all. But again, the big news today is that Dan Quinn is gone, according to Adam Schefter. Multiple sources telling ESPN's Adam Schefter that Dan Quinn will be the head coach. So it's interesting because the Washington Commanders didn't give Eric Bieniemy any love when it came to it. And people have been asking the question, why does Eric Bieniemy get passed over all the time? In fact, he wasn't even a finalist for this job. Eric Bieniemy is somebody who, you know, under Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, was the offensive coordinator over there. Now, Andy Reid might have called the plays, but somehow or another, they kind of worked together. And I think that Eric Bieniemy somehow or some way is just not liked in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, there's a respect factor that he does not get when it comes to things. But I find this to be very interesting. Cowboys, many, many questions to answer. But you know what? I'm not going to pay much mind to Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones tried doing that crap last week where he's like, or a couple we're of days in. ago at the Senior Bowl, <laughs> we're all in. I wouldn't mind having we're Bill Belichick in. over here. I would love to have him over here. We're good friends. You know, Belichick could be over here if Mike McCarthy fails. All of that stuff. And you know what? He talked nothing about the extension of Michael Parsons. Talked nothing about the extension of C.D. Lamb. The Cowboys have things that they need to do this offseason. And the biggest one, the biggest domino that needs to fall is what are they going to do with Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott, $59.4 million tag this year. Okay, that's, that's the cap hit this year yeah. for him unless he renegotiates. But if you're going to renegotiate, restructure what Restructure the deal. Yeah, what are you going to restructure it to? $50 million? 55 you're still gonna have to pay the dude you know you don't and that that He's is under thing. contract you can you can negotiate a little bit they they don't need to pay him man they can just cut bait and say you know what we're just gonna re, re we're gonna have this as a development year 
and we're going to rebuild with Trey Lance or rebuild with somebody hey, else. I'm not opposed to that idea. Let's see what the, the dude's got, man. Dak Prescott's been around for nine years. He's 30 years old. Won two playoff games. Won two playoff games. We know who he is. He is the king of padding his stats at the end of games. Yeah. Junk stats the entire time. Can't beat winning teams with winning records. Garrett reaching out to us with greetings from the Netherlands. What's so, going on, my man? Man, this guy, he always watches I religiously, love it. man. And I love it, man. Thank you. It's good morning over, the, over here. Uh, I'm sure it's late in the afternoon yeah. over there, maybe early evening. That's dedication, man. That is. You know what? I'm going to have to send him a shirt or something, dude. <laughs> that sounds good, man. Ace reaches out to us on our YouTube stream. Again, you can be part of the show by reaching out to us on YouTube. We're only on YouTube now. We're no longer on Facebook, no longer on Twitter. Are the Let X. your friends know. Yeah. But uh, Ace says it bothers me that Dak is so highly paid. And can't come through on high-pressure situations. He doesn't have the clutch gene, man. Dude, the Cowboys this year, you pop them in the face in the first quarter, done. they're dead. If, they're fall, if they fall behind, they're done. They, that's they're exactly done. it. We need to get Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five on. He'll be on the show with us in a couple of minutes or so. We'll see. Not going to have his pretty face, but some of the things that we're going to talk about. Did we see the dunk of the year last night in the Spurs loss to the Orlando Magic? Because maybe Jeremy Sohan, my God, you're going to claim him now. Is he your boy? Not my son. No, yet. not no, my son. On, not Mike. my son yet. Oh, but the man. Spurs lost last night by 10. It was a it was an interesting game. I mean, the Spurs got out to a hot start, as always. Then they wet the bed in the second quarter, got down by 25 points, made a big run in the uh, end of the uh, third and going into the fourth quarter, got it to within one possession and end up losing the game last night. 108 to 98. You know what I found to be very interesting last night's game was a lot of Spurs fans say, you know what, we're going to be the next Oklahoma City Thunder, right? Because Oklahoma City built through the draft, started collecting all these draft capital picks. Yeah. And then they got Chet and well, they had, they got SGA in a trade. Shy. Yeah. They got uh, Chet. They go off and get uh, Josh Giddy in the draft and other players, J Dub, all that stuff. And I look at it and I think to myself, you know what? I think the next logical step for the Spurs is not becoming Oklahoma City. You first have to be the Orlando Magic. Hey, you saw the same tweet I did. Oh, what was that? With Don Harris and what he was saying about the Magic as far as the, oh, ta the talent. The talent that was that there. Have. Yeah, he and went back and forth. He went back and forth with John Dyer yesterday from Spurs yeah. and Salsa. Uh, I, I think that they were lost in translation because they were talking about two different things. Uh, but when you look at the Orlando Magic, the Orlando Magic has a very, very good squad. And I did see that tweet this morning from yeah. Don Harris. He has a point, though. I mean, talent matters. Don Harris know? says winning teams have top seven players on the in the lineup. And right now, the Spurs only have one. No lies detected. Victor Wembanyama. But he goes, you know, you take a look at Orlando. Paulo Boncaro, overall number one draft pick, rookie of the year last year, will yeah. be named an all-star tonight. Uh, yeah, Franz Wagner drafted in the, in the top of the – towards the top of the draft. You mm -hmm. have Markel Fultz who resurrected his career, was a top overall pick. Uh, you have Jalen Suggs, who was also a top five pick. You look at these players, you know, uh, Mo Wagner, uh, even Cole Anthony was mid-first round. They have a lot of talent that's there. Yeah. And the talent came early in the draft, whereas the Spurs, you look at the Spurs roster, I mean, they started yesterday as Champagny, who was undrafted. Yeah. yeah. You know, Sohan was number nine in the draft. Devin Vassell was 11. Wimby was one. Uh, Keldon Johnson is late first round, like 29. So it's kind of hard to say that you can, that the Spurs have the talent. The Spurs are trying to develop this talent, 
but the ceiling might not be there for some of these players. Spurs lost 108 to 98, outscored 64 to 42 in quarters two and three combined. Paulo Boncaro went off for 25 points on nine of 18 shooting. Franz Wagner had 20. For the good guys, your San Antonio Spurs, paced by, of course, Victor Wembanyama, 21 points yesterday. I was hoping that this would be the exclamation point to possibly get him into the All-Star game, but his last three games have been 20, 21, 21 points. It, he's just been doing what he averages, yeah. and there was no exclamation point. He also had eight rebounds, but the big game of the night last night was Jeremy Sohan for the Spurs. Sohan, 18 points on eight of 13 shooting. A lot of up and unders, my man. Yeah, A lot of up and unders. I saw that. This is where I get excited about Sohan because I did not want Sohan as the point guard. Okay, I did not want Sohan chunking up a lot of three-pointers because he doesn't shoot threes very well yeah. last year. This year, he's upped it up to about 36%. So he's doing decent this year, actually pretty good this year. But Sohan is doing a lot more underneath the basket. He's getting a hook shot. He's developing an up and under. He is becoming a power forward. Yeah. He's no longer being played as a point guard, no longer being played as a small forward. And I wonder where Jeremy would be if he was point guard, I mean, power forward the entire year, where would he have been development-wise? Yeah. He has this up-and-under move. He has a little spin shot. He has a little reverse. It's very interesting. You know, I did like one of the comments here. I was thinking it was by STP11. Yeah. And he put something here that was interesting. He goes, if you want draft talent, don't you need to com- a competent GM? Luka Simonich, Primo, Joe Wieskamp, on and on and on. Well, I mean... Primo was the big stretch because I remember when he was drafted, everyone was like, who is this guy? This was a guy that was projected in the second round. Uh, Wieskamp was a second rounder, so I'm not really going to fault him for that. Uh, But Lucas Simonich was also projected to be a second rounder as well. But we're taking a look right now at the potential dunk of the year last night. Jeez, dude. Now, this is a slow-mo look at it on Twitter. It was an alley-oop from Devin Vassell in the first half of last night's game. And the slow-mo doesn't do it any justice as to how quickly Sohan got this and did a reverse alley-oop dunk. Don't get me wrong. Wemby has had a ton of dunks this year that have been highlight-worthy. But I would put this on the top of my list right now. That's like a reverse for jam. For dunk of the year. That is reverse, reverse alley-oop jam. Like, damn. Let me see if I can follow. Here's a, here's a full-speed version of it all. That's amazing, dude. Now, let's see. Was he off the ground when he caught the ball? That's he what was I off the do. ground Let, when he caught the look. ball. Let's take a look. Okay, so Trey Jones, outlet to Vassell. Yep, he off was. Off the ground, turns around, Dude, dunk it. of the year. Dunk of the year. We have a $5 super chat coming in right now from the Drew Show. Drew Show says, hey, all of you pop-worshipping wannabe Spurs nerds, bottom line, from 03 to 10 with Tim, Tony, and Manu, pop should have repeated at least once. Now, I'm going to go back on something that I saw Drew say on, on uh, Twitter yesterday. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back a little bit because he insinuated that in order to become a dynasty, you need to win back-to-back championships. And I don't believe so. I think there is actually one caveat to it all. Yeah. If you can win three and five. True. If you can win three and five, I mean, come on, man. That's yeah. three in five years. How many teams have ever done that? Yeah, we got another super chat here by Drew. And then we're going to go ahead and introduce our guest that yeah. we have on hold right now. So Drew says he didn't. Duncan was prime. Tony became finals MVP and Ginobili won a gold medal. 
all in the Hall of Fame. Quit changing facts to fit our screwed reality. I don't know what we're <laughs> talking about there, but I uh, appreciate the tip there, my man. But, you know, the whole thing about Dynasty, the Spurs won in 03, 05, and 07, right? There were no strike-shortened seasons. Yeah. They were full-on seasons, and they were in the mix the seasons that they didn't make it, okay? The Spurs were most definitely an era of 20 years. But that is a dynasty. If you went three and five, I think that pull, that takes away from the whole you need to go back-to-back to, back to make it happen. Yeah. But we have a special guest, Moneybags himself, the top hat, the French steak, my the man, Jeff Garcia. What's going on, my hey, man? Hey, we're going to bring Jeff. We got we to gotta bring him on proper, man. Oh, let's do it. Let's do I it. Think, I think I got it. Let me go ahead and look for it, man. I got to bring in his... His little intro. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. <laughs> money bags in the house. Jeff Garcia from Ken's Five. Follow him on Twitter X at Jeff G Spurzo. What's going on, Jeff Garcia? You know, y- y'all call me money bags, but yet. Did y'all sit in the third or second row no, recently we, at the game? We're going to talk about that. Had talking private, about that. a private spread of food in a different section of the uh, broad oh. center. Hey, but Mike. I'm, Mike was eating a chef pre- prepared salmon. I had uh, never had. Saying. I had never That's had salmon before <laughs> my entire life. It was amazing. And he went back for dessert. He had a an ice cream well, sundae. A little sundae. It looked good. Well, it looked really sundae. good. Really good. Hey, I, I have highlights of the game, by the way. If you want to play yeah, that yeah, in the background, but. Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs and Ken's Five joins us right now. Uh, Jeff, you know, last night's game, we were just talking about that Sohan reverse dunk. Yeah. And uh, Joe Gonzalez reached out to us on our YouTube uh, streamline saying, MJ, go ahead and fill out that Sohan apology form. Uh, I will sign my first name, but not my last name yet. But let's talk about (laughs) that dunk last night. The reverse alley from Devin Vassell. Was that, in your opinion, your mind? the dunk of the year for the Spurs? No, no. I, I still think uh, one of Wendy's posters uh, is much more brutal than that. I mean, it was nice. It was slick. It was cool. But w- when Wendy throws one down, man, I mean, it's like just power. It's, just, it's like awe-inspiring just looking at him just coming down and just crushing him on players. I still got Wendy's dunks um, among one of the best this season. But I'm glad you brought up Sohan. And I'm listening to you guys talking about him getting snubbed and everything. I talked to uh, some Magic Media uh, people, and, well, Paolo Bancaro is on the sophomore roster. There's rumblings in Orlando that he may sit out of the sophomore squad, wow. leaving a space open for Sohan to come in. And I think it, it, I think it should be Sohan if Paolo decides to bow out and wait for the All-Star game, which everybody thinks he's going to get nominated as an All-Star. Well, and, and that's the thing. The fact that Dyson Daniels was being put up there. Yeah. I was actually backing Sohan's candidacy for that because I believe, you know, the Spurs had the number nine pick in the draft. They got the ninth best player, right? Because Paolo Banquero, better player, you know, J-Dub, mm-hmm. arguably a better player. So I don't think the Spurs missed on that draft pick because we got the value that we needed for that number, right? Mm-hmm. So that being said, uh, Jeremy Sohan... His game has changed in the last probably four weeks or so. Beyond, he's not playing point guard anymore. He is playing the way that I would have wanted him to have been playing from the very get-go. Not because the bucket is are being made, but because he's doing things like up and unders. He's doing like little baby hooks from five feet out. 
He's doing stuff around the glass, around the little circle there. And that's where he belongs. And that's what was so frustrating for me, watching Sohan try to develop a game outside of the of the paint, that it was just difficult for me to watch. But now you see him working his way inside, developing some post-up moves, developing an up and under, pump fakes and things like that. Suddenly, I'm like, I can believe in that type of player right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, you, know, you, you can still, still see those you know, growing pains that he's still going through. You know, he had, what, five turnovers in the last game versus Orlando and then the, uh, one costly one late in the game. Uh, so, you know, uh, he had a double-double, 18 and 12. But then the night before, he has a two and five outing. Right. Right. And then the day before that, it gets Minnesota 13 and four. Then before that, 31 and 14. So he seems to be trending in the right direction, though. I mean, just, um, you know, what? Three out of four games we produced is pretty good, but no, you know, you like it. Like he's he's definitely coming away from those frustrating months, days, weeks when he was at point guard playing out of position. I was there at um, training camp. I'm not training camp. Sorry, practice uh, where he voiced his infamous frustration interview where he said like I'm tired of this bleeping bleeping stuff. So yeah, I, I, look, you know, you can only perceive how he's going to progress. There's still, you know, the turnover issue. But again, it's not just him. It's the entire team. And Wimby, he, he had a major turnover late in the game versus Orlando. So, yeah, you like where he's projecting, though. Talking to Jeff Garcia from Locked on Spurs and Ken's 5. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. You can also follow him on the Locked on Spurs podcast on YouTube. I listen on Spotify as well. Jeff, you provide that daily content when it comes to the Spurs, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of Spurs fans out there who are going to be lighting candles tonight because the <laughs> Western Conference All-Star Reserves will be announced tonight on TNT. Wemby's not going to be named, right? But much like Sohan getting into the sophomore, potentially the sophomore team, uh, mm-hmm. if if Banquero gets named to the All-Star team, which he will be. He will be, yeah. Um, do you think that there's a possibility of being a replacement not necessarily named a reserve but a replacement much like DeJounte Murray was a few years ago I think that that's, that's definitely out there you know he's putting up the numbers he's having this surge ahead of the all-star break so I, I think he should deserve um, the, the spot if somebody bows out into reserve or just because they want to play um, but no I think he does uh, earn but it's just a Stacked conference, though. I mean, the Sabonis, Fox, you know, but players ahead of him uh, that are likely will get it. So, but look, I mean, all in all, you know, even if he doesn't, you know, the Spurs will be well well represented. You know, Wimby will bring the skills challenge. I'm, he's pretty sure he will be doing a bunch of events out at the in Indianapolis. Then we're forgetting about Don Barlow. He is a G League All Star, so uh, he will be representing the Spurs out in Indianapolis as well. And I, I really think that, like Sohan, like if, if Paolo says no, he's not in for the sophomore game, then it's got to be Sohan. The only caveat to that is he urges Anthony Black, his teammate, to get in. That's the only thing I can uh, think that might trip it up for Sohan. So uh, speaking of All-Star Weekend, which, by the way, gets going uh, – wait, when is the All-Star Weekend? That, that gets going up. the 17th, right? Yeah. The, the weekend of the yeah. 17th. Yeah, um, weeks. One of the big storylines out of this is that there's going to be a three-point shootout between Steph Curry and WNBA yeah, single-season three-point record holder Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah. How ex- like I think, personally, that's going to be the most watched thing 
when it comes to the NBA All-Star Weekend. I think that's going to be making major headlines because Ionescu was basically saying, uh, put me back to the NBA line because, again, the WNBA three-point line is closer than the than the NBA. But you know how guys are, dude. And that's, that's not all guys, but there are a lot of jerks out there who are going to be like, well, she's shooting from 19 feet. He's shooting from 22, right? And then if she goes out and wins this from the, the guy's line perspective they're gonna be like well the ball's smaller there's always gonna be an a-hole out there who's gonna crap on a woman's performance yeah. well let me let me read is. you the official way that this is gonna go down this is officially off of the nba's instagram right yeah so they said steven versus sabrina will follow standard starry three-point contest rules four balls rack four ball racks with four game balls and one money ball Fifth rack will be a special all-money ball rack. Steph and Sabrina can decide the spot for this rack. They're going to have two starry range shots. Shot values. Game balls worth one. Money balls worth two. Starry range worth three points. Steph will shoot from the NBA line with NBA basketballs. Sabrina will shoot from the WNBA line with WNBA basketball. That's the way it should be. Now, I ask you won the 2023 All-Star Shootout on the WNBA side, making 25 out of 27. Hey, girl's got skill, man. Dude, she can knock him down. I would be surprised if she wins. <laughs> who, you, who you got, Who you got, Jeff? Who you got, Ionescu or, or Steph? I'm going with Steph. I'm going to go with Steph. I think, I think he gets the win. Very, very cool. Talking to Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs and Ken's Five. Let's go back in time because All-Star yeah. Weekend has not been the same for me, mm-hmm. since like the '90s and early 2000s, right? Maybe that's us well, showing our. Saturday angel night a bit. is fun. Saturday night is fun. It's just the main event on Sunday that's kind of a snoozer. Uh, what What's a snoozer about it? What do you think? It, it, you know, it's predictable. It's too many. You know, head lean into it. I, I mean, I, I know this year they're going back to the, the traditional way, right? None of this two quarters and then we reset and then you do right. this and then first through all that, you know, I think it got too complicated like that. It, you know, you're not really seeing, it just feels like been there, done that. That's what it feels like. Now, been ha- there, done that. Now have they named who's going to be in the slam dunk contest this year? I don't not think yet. so. Right. Cause I'll, I think, I think the, the, the kid from Philly, I think he's coming back. The one that wanted uh, last year, I forget, he was a GB guy. He came back. Uh, for that one game, remember the, the Sixers signed him for one quick game, and then uh, he played in the contest, and then he, he uh, left. So um, one of the players rumored to be in there is a guy named Jamie. I mean Jaime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, seriously, I'm looking at some of the potential candidates there uh, from the uh, Miami Heat. I apologize. I dated somebody named Jamie in college, and when I see J A I Jaime. That's the way I pronounce it. It's just weird. My bad. Slam Dunk Contest is, sa- is Saturday, February 17th at 7 p.m. San Antonio time. I remember back in the day, my goodness, growing up watching Jordan in the in the dunk contest, watching Dominique Wilkins. Mm-hmm. And then even when they started bringing out the, the scrubs, you know, and it was Kenny Skywalker, it was still entertaining. The Spud Web, still entertaining. But somewhere along the line, it lost all the stars. The stars, you know what I think it is. It mm. lost the star-studded type of event because they're afraid. They have they have fragile egos. They don't want to lose the dunk contest, and therefore they don't go. 
That's why you don't see big names out there. They, they're afraid of getting punked out there. Oh, now, yeah, now if, you're, if you're talking about Saturday night events, then yeah, for sure. I mean, now it's the three-point shooting that the, the fun event as opposed to when it was just the dunk contest. Yeah. Well, uh, I, just, yeah. I just found this out too, Jeff, just a little while ago right now, official from the NBA. They're going to go ahead and announce the 2020, 20, 2024 reserves tonight on TNT. They're going to yeah. announce them at 7 p.m. Yeah. Eastern, which yeah. is about they, 6. They had announced yeah, they had put that out there like two, three days ago. So, yeah. I mean, er, er, yeah, I mean, there's no no surprise about what they're going to do tonight. But, you know, that's I think Spurs fans will be glued to see the outside chance that Wimby makes it. Right. And I, I don't think he will just because of the, the people ahead of him. Yeah, according to NBA.com, the likely players to be named as the reserves for the Western Conference include Steph Curry, Anthony Edwards, Kawhi Leonard. DeMontis Sabonis, Anthony yeah. Davis, Devin Booker, and Paul George. It's pretty much you know universal I mean? that those yeah. are the names. Some are saying maybe even De- De'Aaron Fox. But yep. then again, you have a big guy, Anthony Davis, who has an ankle injury, may not want to play. So that might open up a spot. But does that open up a spot for a De'Aaron Fox? Or do they go and say, exactly. well, you know what? Let's go get another big guy. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the other big guys out there that are in the mix could be Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. Could be, you know, a, another rookie as opposed to Victor Wembanyama. That would be interesting that they did that. But I like the article that you wrote the other day, Jeff, about Victor Wembanyama being the fourth highest or fourth ranked player when it came to jersey sales. Mm-hmm. How surprised are you about that? Not surprised at all. Not at all. Uh, you, you you figure with the the French connection. <clears throat> Uh, I'll Spurs fans. I mean, you go to a Spurs game, it's just a sea of Wimby jerseys everywhere. And then you, you, when you watch the road games on television or on there, you see Wimby jerseys. So uh, not too surprised. Not surprising at all. I, I, want, I, think, I think the last time the Spurs were having jersey sales like this for an individual player and collectively the team was Kawhi Leonard. I think that was yeah. the last time the Spurs were in the mix for top-selling jerseys. Even I have a Wemby jersey, okay? I wore it the other day to the Spurs game. I have a Wemby jersey. The last jersey I'd ever purchased, or the last jersey I'd ever bought prior to the Wemby one was my Manu Ginobili one, like in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs, Ken's Five, can I get one more take from you that's not Spurs-related as we go to entertainment? What's up? Okay, let's go ahead and get that entertainment bump there going. We, we, gotta, that bump? we gotta play the music. All right. So let's go to my screen here at TMZ.com. I saw this last night, and I found it to be hysterical. Patrick (laughs) Mahomes, who's going to be leading the Chiefs to the Super Bowl 58 next Sunday, is saying that he has a dad bod because there was video posted on NFL.com, and it was shown all over where he's giving a post-game speech, and it shows that he does not have a flat stomach. (laughs) Now, he's not full-on Fonsa. But he's first trimester. Hey, that's love weight, bro. Love weight. So he says, hell yeah, I got a, I got a dad bod because I got kids. What are your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes balling with a dad bod? Hey, look, I'm not a dad. I don't have kids. So I, I can't relate to you too much because look, I know you two guys. You, you all got, got kids. And I'm just curious before I give you an answer. Is it really because you have kids 
uh, yes. why the dad bod comes Dude, in. Dude, you like, eat I'm, so I'm, much. I'm being genuinely, you eat like, so I'm being genuinely curious. Well, I don't you have eat a lot when you have kids because you're you don't eat healthy because you're always on the go. Then you're dropping yeah. into stuff, you know, little places, fast food joints and whatnot. Pick up something for the kids. You're just eating and going, dude. And there's no time is to that work what it out. Is? Yeah, there's no there's time. Okay. You're no, exhausted, dude. No time to work out. And if you are married, your girl's not going to be like, yeah, go to the gym for two hours. I'll see you in a couple no. hours. Netflix and Bull chill. crap. <laughs> You're going to be there with your girl while they have a kid. Netflix and chill. Eating some snacks. You but, ain't even hungry. But I was kind of impressed. <laughs> I, 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 When I saw the photo, I thought it was a Photoshop. But he's, well, he's got he, a pooch. He, he, you know, and it, 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 I... I I, again, like, everybody knows that I'm not a father, but um, even when I have guests on lockdown first, like Casey Vieira, like Casey, for the, I knew Casey when he was still single and, and fatherless. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that kid, that childless. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it the last time he did a video and we're talking and he's like, yeah, he goes, can we just do audio? I was like, oh, okay, no man. problem. And I was like, oh, what, the dad bod is coming on? <laughs> uh, he was like, no, no, we're laughing. We just had a joke about that. It was just basically a messy house. Oh, but okay. he did bring up he did bring up that you know he's avoiding the dad ball and he doesn't want to get to it at all. But I was gonna but as far as uh, Patrick Mahomes, I don't I don't have an issue with it. I mean, you, an extra layer of cushioning, you know, for the hips, think of it like that. A little layer of cushioning, I, I I can take that. But let me let me ask you this question real fast, as we're looking at video of Andy Reid in the in the uh, post game AFC Championship game as they're bringing Patrick Mahomes up to speak to the crowd, speak to the team as he flexes his dad bod. Uh, the NBA, arguably two of the best players in the NBA, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, they have dad bods. Yeah, they do. Have you noticed that? Is, is there's something about that girth that's there. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at, uh, sorry, <laughs> you, you know, um, with Joker especially, he goes boozing in his home country in the off season, <laughs> while all these other guys are like weightlifting and cardio and skills uh, camps and everything. The German comes back, they see he just he just busts ass on that court. Hey, Joe, so, this um, is the real reason that you gain weight as a dad. Chris Gonzalez just okay. put it up there. You eat the kids' food when they don't finish their food. <laughs> <laughs> and let me show you this photo that we have on Twitter as well. Yeah. This guy dominated the NFL for so long. Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a relative dad bod. There was nothing sculpted about Tom Brady. That's funny. Man. You know what? Along with the dad bod comes the dad strength, you know? Yeah, you got that superhuman strength, man. Now, now, Tom Brady. I, toward, I thought Tom Brady stayed in shape, though, even when he had kids. Did he? Towards the end of his career, when he was when he was trying to extend his career, he he began that whole TB12 yeah. uh, type of workouts. Mm -hmm. But his first ten years, he was just some dude. He became more of a <clears throat> took care of his body more as he got into the mid thirties and beyond. So I find. Hey, look! Hey, good. look! He managed. He managed. Look. I've offered my services to help you get away from the dad bod. You only took it up one time, and you've never been back with me. He made us can't do that. Yeah, I wrecked you. Come on, did okay. I wreck you that bad? Okay, first did of all, first of all, it's like a boot big camp. Mistake? Okay, first of all, first of all, working out with you—at least you're—you were surprised that I actually finished the workout. The problem. Well, we had we had to we had to tape it back a bit. Of course, the there's always make, a there's, yeah. there's always a modification or two. That, yeah. that that's to be expected, but. Dude, I felt like complete crap for a full <laughs> week afterwards. That's not the way you should do it, man. You couldn't move. But I did weigh myself in today, and I lost all the Christmas weight. I'm back down to the lowest I've been in over a year. 
So you're you're back I, in your your fighting weight now. <laughs> I can fit in this t-shirt, is what I'm saying. No, I'm about ten pounds away from where I want to be, and I think that I'm I'm finally breaking through. How that long have you been on this journey? How long you been in this journey of losing uh, weight to get cute? We are on month 13, so I have lost 15 pounds in 13 months. But the thing is, is that it bounces up and down. It bounces up and down. I, I never I never gain it all back. You know, I lost 10, I gained 5. I lost 7, I gained 4. I'm, it's kind of like going up and down like the stock market, okay? But I'm but I right now I'm the lowest that I've been in about a year and a half. Man, Chris Gonzalez killing me. He, he's a dad. He's a real dad. Look at this. When we gain weight as dads, but our reaction time goes super saiyan. No lies detected, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but man, but here's the thing, Jeff. You go and work out all the time, dude. You mm -hmm. go work out I all have the time. Mm-hmm. So you you, but, you were putting me through your workout when I go to the gym once or twice a week. You're out there showing me how to do like uh, military training, and I, I just wasn't. I mean, I did it. I lasted. You I survived. It, yeah. I survived. Hey, by the way, I didn't mention this to Joe. Refereed high school basketball last night. One of the head, oh, yeah. one of the head coaches at the end of the game came up to me and goes, "Hey, are you Carolina Teague's friend?" <laughs> oh God, found that to be funny. That, that are you funny. her friend? <laughs> yes. Weren't you on her podcast? Oh God, that man. was funny. Jeff Garcia, tell us what you're working on these days, my man. Yes, sir. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, well, we, uh, new Lockdown Spurs is out already on the YouTube side of things. No, I can't slide yet, but if you want to get a sneak peek, it's already available on YouTube. Just get a Lockdown Spurs on YouTube. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to have a uh, – later on today, I'm going to have an exclusive chat with Dominic Barlow. So I'll be releasing that later on on 105.com Of course, follow me on X at Jeff G Spurs Zone. And uh, we're starting to get next week's schedule for Lockdown Spurs. Uh, Dr. Ryan McCorkle will be back next week. Um, we're going to see if Joe can finally get some time to jump jump on. He's been away for a while. I big, uh, I'm big so, time in Jeff, man. No, I don't, I don't, you know what it is, Joe? Ever since, ever since you told me about your new schedule, yeah, like I don't, I don't know when your best days are now. I, Thursdays, I no Fridays, or Saturdays, my friend. And also, you know, the thing is, is like, if we do it super early, like eight o'clock, I'm game for that. But I don't know if you're going to be up that early or you work, you're working already, you know? So Thursdays, Fridays, probably my best days, man. And I've had COVID. Right, well, you did ask me to come on and I was like, Jeff, that's right. Yeah. I got COVID, yeah, you're, bro. You're, I can't. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Jimenez was on, I think, uh, about a week ago. Yeah. 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 So, well, yeah, Joe and uh, Mike are there. Everybody's there. Brandon was there last week. The fun time. Uh, go to Lockdown Spurs, and uh, yeah, just can't wait for the seven-game homestand to be over with, man. It's, this one's killing me. <laughs> hey, you got this one more. Brutal. How many games left? I think I got, we got two more, two more, Friday, Saturday, and yeah. that's it. Saturday, I think I will be in attendance to that game. If I'm not, I'll send yeah. somebody else in my, my place uh, for my season tickets. Yeah, well, that, that, that's that's the money bag section, right? Because that's where Joe lives now, oh, in the money bag section. Hey, you know what? We're, we're not bougie, Jeff, but we had little bracelets, right? And they had a number on it. So when you're sitting down in the lower bowl, you know, you're right there courtside, you can text the Spurs, you know, the staff on that bracelet. You text a, that your your seats where you're sitting, and they come and mm -hmm. give you food, bro. Like, they bring you whatever you want to eat and whatever and you want to you all call drink. me money back. Look at y'all. Hey, that's what Jeff Look says. Y'all, you, you said life. we big-timed you. But, man, you're not going to pull me. It was just up the stairs. 
I ain't moving. Like, I ain't moving. I was hey, I wasn't gonna leave for anything. Hey, we were locked in, and then Mike he he was seeing some. Oh, those two girls <laughs> over there. I didn't want to call you out, bro. But uh, yeah, I mean, those two. I mean, there was some talent, Jeff. Those are not talent. those are not take home to mom kind of girls. No. Yeah, yeah. You ever notice that they only show up at Spurs games? Oh yeah, they <laughs> do. They, they probably don't. don't, don't they you don't see them out and about walking. They around didn't know what was all. happening, Jeff. Let's no, put they, it like they, that. they know one of the players. They have, they have known to, one of the players. Have to. Those are girls from, uh, you know, the Palace or from All Stars or that's what I'm saying. Tiffany's yeah. Cabaret or something like yeah. that. Hey, real fast though, before we let you go, uh, Jeff. Yeah. Are you pro rodeo? Do you like going pro to the rodeo? rodeo? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like fun. I like going to the grounds. I like, um, you know, just walking around and checking out all the different type of foods. Uh, just the atmosphere, you know, it's soaking in a tradition about San Antonio. I think it's pretty cool. Okay, I'm pro rodeo. I'm also pro petite strawberry festival, but fiesta, not so much, man. I'm done with fiesta. Uh, fiesta sucia, no. Come on. No, well, fiesta is a, a week long, so you can pick and choose. You don't have to dislike the entire week, but you can like certain parts of it. I know, Jeff. Jeff, do you partake in fiesta, man? Be honest with us. Did you go to yes, any I of do. the events? Yes, I might do. I was away for from San Antonio for nearly two decades. You're gonna go for the taste, taste of the North Side. <laughs> <laughs> taste of the North Side. Hey. King oh. William Fair, Niosa. I can hang out with uh, Jeff. Taste of the North Side. That's my jam, bro. I don't want to take out a loan to go to Fiesta. Oh, it's it's on, too expensive Mike. for chicken on. Hey, steak. you know what? They actually have Fiesta loans. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. These little tucked away little uh, hole in the wall banks, quote unquote. Yeah. They have Fiesta loans. Those are no, loan no sharks. Jokes. Those are called payday loans. Loan sharks, bro. <laughs> loan sharks, man. That is Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs Cans 5. Don't forget to follow him on Twitter, X, and on Threads if people are still doing Threads at Jeff G Spurs Zone. <laughs> also, follow him on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, Locked On Spurs. Wait, 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 let, let, me, let me talk to Joe real fast. Joe, are you available on Saturday to record? If you get me early enough, yeah, bro. Ah, uh, you see, you see, there it is. All right. What we'll, time? We'll what time? Out, what time do you want to well, record? Ten. I'll text. I'll text. I'll text you. All right. All right. See you guys later. All right, brother. See you later. Thank you so much, my man. We talked about a lot, man. We've got uh, the, we had the dad bod conversation. I really yeah, enjoyed that conversation. Garrett reaches out to us from the Netherlands, saying that he lost sixty-four pounds since April of last year. That's a lot of weight. That's dude. amazing. Uh, I uh, met somebody yesterday who told me that he lost 40 pounds. I was like, how'd you lose 40 pounds? He says, I got COVID really bad. Jeez, dude. I mean, when you have COVID, I can attest to it, and you probably can too. You you really can't smell, and you can't taste anything. Right. So your appetite is zero. Yeah. And 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 I, I can see that. I only caught COVID for a few days, and, and I was back to normal. But when I look at like the whole weight loss journey, there's a plateau that you that you reach, right? You, your your body is used to a certain weight level, yeah. and there's a certain plateau that you reach. And I'm I gotta just eat better. That's just basically it. And I do better whenever I fast on a daily basis, which I've gone back to doing. Uh, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I wanted a burger, dude. I wanted a burger so bad. You get some, What are you getting though? What are you getting? So I I just got a burger. I just got yeah, like a, like burger a burger boy. No, I was I was in a hurry because I had a referee. Oh, okay. So we have a Sonic by my house. I just got a, a single, right? Okay, got you. But I said no to the fries. I said no to the tater tots. I had some bake lays, you know, just to kind of round out the meal. Yeah. 
uh, you know, I'll have a baked potato with some. What did I have for lunch yesterday? I had a baked potato with uh, the flaming birds, chick- the chicken shred- and all. Shred- That's chicken. good from HEB. It's dude. not bad. It's, it's only like eight bucks. It's good. Beyond that, for breakfast, I make myself scrambled eggs and bacon, right? Protein. No tortilla, none of that. You can put some salsa on it if you want. Yeah, I, and I sometimes get the green salsa yeah. in there. But I, I really, you know, I, it, it's for me, it's limiting the carbs some. Have to, man. But I had to have, I have to have carbs when I go run th- two or three games, dude. Yeah. I, I can't go out there just all proteined out. I'm gonna run out of steam, man. So it's it's a it's a delicate balance, delicate mix, and. You know, so people make fun of me, but I am – I have a, a diary of weight that I log in here every yeah. week, and I'm the lowest that I've been since, what, December of 2022? Man, that's not bad. So it just is what it is, but it's just breaking through that plateau, and I'm looking forward to losing the next two pounds because once I lose that next pound and a half, the middle number changes. The middle number changes. So I'm just going to break through, baby. Breakthrough. <laughs> Drew. Maybe a diet method is taking a pill that kills your taste and smell. I'm thinking of million-dollar ideas here. Well, you know, <laughs> I could always just do heroin, right? I mean, that'll make you lose <laughs> That's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at here. Mario Cavazos, King Williams. Did away with selling tickets for stuff and went high-tech with selling bracelets that you add money to. Those things didn't work. People lost money. He's oh. talking about the Fiesta event. Yeah. Um Yes, I will not go. I I I don't get it. I I just don't get it. They're like it's culture. It's not culture. It's just it's part of the cultura. Dude. It's food stands, dude. No, it's food stands. Man, there's, no, it's... there's no culture when it comes to fiesta. Man, none whatsoever. With you, it Mike, is a man. cash grab. Is all that it is. The cash grab. Now I know it, a lot of it goes to scholarships. Great. It's it's, it's, a, it's, it's a part cash of grab. history, bro. It's part it's of our a history cash here in grab. It's a bunch of drunk people and shitty music. It's hey, man. Yes, it is. You grew up with the cumbias like I did, the Hano music. It's not like, hey, I'm a super fan of the music. I love it. It's tolerable, especially if you're drinking and you're just out with friends, family. You meet people that you haven't seen probably in a year or so. You see them at Fiesta, dude. Hey, how's it going? How's the mom? How's your dad? You know, how you all doing? That kind of stuff, catching up. It's like a block party, bro. That's really what Fiesta is. No, I hang out with people I want to hang out with. That's basically it. Well, I see family, you know. Sometimes you you grow part. You're doing things, you know. I don't want to bump into family over there. There's a reason why I don't talk to them. Why not, dude? There's a reason why I don't talk to them. You see your family members, cousins you haven't seen I don't want to talk to somebody that I met in third grade. You chop it up. You drink some beers. MySA.com, if you want to take a look at the screen here, says that San Antonio is getting its first cosmic... Cosmics restaurant. The hell is that? So, Cosmics is a new restaurant that is branded by McDonald's. Oh, I saw this. Yes. And according to MySA.com, it is a space-themed concept coming to San Antonio. It's going to be at 12370 Petranco Road. What? That's just around the corner. We're going to have to let go me look, hit it let, up. Let bro. me look that up real fast. 12370 Petrenko. I'll bet Road. you anything they're not going to put it way out in no man's land out there by the new subdivisions that are being built out there. There's nothing out there, dude. Um, It's right next to my house, Petrenko and Grossenbacher. Okay. That I can see. That's not bad. When you're putting wow. it way, way the hell out there, no man's land, by going near the real Medina and all that stuff, there ain't nothing out there, bro. No. Okay. Oh, well, it says that it's going to be inside the Area 51 food park. 
interesting. So the tentative opening date is June 15th, 2024. And basically, it's going to go there to snack as opposed to going out over there to eat Did someone say burgers. snacks? You were talking about Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> yes. They're going to be serving things like brownies and cookies and ice creams and, you know, uh, all breakfast that, breakfast all day. Oh, that sounds horrible for your diet, bro. That is true. But I'll have to walk over there. <laughs> hey, you can walk with the brother that walks up and down Petranco, the staple, man. Oh, no. That guy scares me. The cre- they're they're going to serve creamy avocado tomatillo sandwiches, churro, churro flavored frappes, s'mores cold brew, spice lattes, spicy Lama. queso sandwiches, pretzel bites. Hash brown bites, fudge brownie sundaes. Oh, that, that sounds awful, dude. All of it. Look at what Matt, Matt Lerma is saying. He says, McDonald's lost a ton of money last year, so they're trying to rebrand. Probably won't last. It's probably like a pop-up that they're going to do just to test the waters, you yeah. know? Coming to San Antonio. Hey, maybe this time the ice cream maker will finally work at Cosmics. What do you think, <laughs> dude? I know you all got a Mc, You can get me a McFlurry. Yeah, I'll, I'll gonna, go back I'm going to let you it. know what that is, dude, because I worked at a McDonald's growing up. Yeah. It was not broken. No one wanted to clean it. I know it's not broken, bro. It's not. It, it was just due for a cleaning. Nobody wanted to get in there to do it. Ice cream maker's broken. Bro, don't even lie to me. Let me go back there and clean a damn thing myself. <laughs> Give me a damn McFlurry, man. Come on. Quit playing. I don't know. That reminds me of the AC going out at the AT&T Center during the finals. Oh, God. It, it broke. <laughs> hey, man. Everybody was miserable in that game, dude. It was so hot. I heard uh, the stories, man. Uh, but one of my favorite tweets, which, which some people said was racist, but was pretty accurate. It said, there's 17,000 people in there. There's probably about 200 Mexicans in there who know how to fix it. <laughs> hey, there's no lies detected. Did one of them volunteer? Hell no. <laughs> you got to take them up to the, uh, the rafters. No, 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 no. They could go and fix it. They're like, no, no, no. They wanted to go ahead and have the Spurs win the game. LeBron cramping up there on the, down at the court. Mexicans are used to the hot weather, dude. We go outside and day drink and barbecue near a hot pit all day. No me pasa nada, dude. This is nothing to us. <laughs> Matthew Lerma reaches out to us on our YouTube stream and says there was an investigation as to why the ice cream vending machine was always broken. It was corruption. <laughs> Charlie says, man, everything you gets built on Petranco Road. I'm on the other side of 1604. Hey, man. They're building a new um, Las Palapas right next to my house. It's a lot of stuff that I can go and walk to if I wanted to. Hey, man, we got to go hit up Sazon, dude. I, you've been painting a nice picture about Sazon. You work today? No, I'm off, brother. You want to go Sazon? Let's go. Let's you, buying me, you buying me lunch, Mike? Sure, why not? Oh, man. What a day, dude. What a day. I'll have to get the charro beans and no rice. You're going to look at my, at my plate and go, really, Jimenez? Really? Shadow beans, no rice. Oh, my goodness. Come on, bro. Ace says it's going to be lines like crazy on on Petranco. That's the thing, dude. That Area 51. I don't know if you've ever been out to Area 51. Oh, the 51. food park? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a fun time if you can get in. <laughs> you got to get there early, man. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's call it a day, man. Let's call it a, let's call it a show. Again, yeah. Dan Quinn is the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Going to be leaving the Cowboys. Time will tell whether or not he's going to take other coaches away from the Cowboys. Sure enough. Tonight, all-star reserves are named. If Paulo Boncaro is named as an all-star reserve for the Eastern Conference, that might elevate Jeremy Sohan into the freshman-sophomore game. So we'll take a look into that. 
Again, follow Jeff Garcia. Thank you to Jeff Garcia from Watton Spurs and Kids 5. Before we go, we forgot to give some love to MCS General Contracting. Oh, yeah, man. Let me go ahead and play the intro for him. You know what? Let's go ahead and do Jeff, too. Yeah. Let's just do Jeff's. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked on Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at Jeff G Ken's 5 SA. You can also follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow not only on threads and Twitter, but also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Locked on Spurs. This is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the Locked on Spurs podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share. And we're going to give some love to MCS General Contracting. They have some of the hardest concrete in the business. Diamond hard. So here we go. MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience in concrete placement. They are the best in the business. Honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot, or other concrete placement services or sidewalks, reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. Yep, give Chris Leha a call. Very nice, man. Does a fantastic job out there. Not only, I mean the slabs and whatnot, but basketball courts and all that. Very, very cool. Thank you for all of you who listened to today's show. Again, like and subscribe. Share what we've done. Again, uh, we the, the subscription base is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which is really, really nice. Thank you so much for all that sent in their comments. Again, tonight, All-Star Reserves are named. We'll Six see. o'clock. We'll see if Wemby gets that outside chance of making it. Mm. You got the candles. Light them up. Prenda la vela. There you go. My name is Spike Jimenez. That's Joe Garcia. See you tomorrow. Peace.